So what's to do with quiet time? Welcome to the Productive Introvert Community Podcast, helping ambitious introverts who feel deep down that they can add more value to the world to really thrive in their work. I'm Mariela Franker, and I'll be sharing what I'm learning as an introverted entrepreneur, a natural productivity coach, and a mom while I build my business online and take care of my family and myself. In this podcast, you'll learn the mindset and the practical steps to naturally increase the impact of your work while making space for your unique strengths as an introvert. In this episode, I want to talk to you about quiet time. What's to do with quiet time, (laughs) okay? If you identify as an introvert, you probably know what quiet time is, you have a sense of it, and I bet that you probably feel you're not getting enough of it. (laughs) So let's talk about that today. So what is quiet time? Quiet time is basically time that you spend by yourself to either reflect on things or to just rest. Why is quiet time important for introverts? You've probably heard me mention before that energy is a very, very important theme um, for introverts. And that has to do with the way that introverts process information, the way that they make decisions, uh, and the way that we communicate. And there are differences between introverts and extroverts in those areas. I once wrote an article uh, on LinkedIn that talked about quiet time and that we often feel like quiet time is is a luxury, right? It's something that um, we indulge ourselves in or something we shouldn't need even, right? Um, And a lot of introverts feel like something is wrong with them for wanting quiet time, something is wrong with them for wanting to be by themselves, um, wanting time away from their spouse and their kids, um, or from other people. And oftentimes we also get these messages that it's a bit odd, you know, sitting by yourself. Um, Think of the kid at school who is immediately labeled as antisocial when he decides to sit by himself for lunch or the co-worker who um, is thought of as a loner because um, he just disappears for his break uh, and then magically reappears after a while. (laughs) Or the person um, who is called shy because they don't necessarily feel like jumping into the conversation. So as an introvert, I've gotten a lot of these messages growing up and later on in my, uh, when I was in the university and in my earlier career. And I see the same things with our son who is now three years old. He's been called shy on multiple occasions. He was even called a strange creature by by someone who was a host. She was supposed to be a host uh, and she was trying to interact with him. She was trying really hard. I mean, (laughs) bless her. Um, But she was getting nothing back, like zero. But, But her reaction, because she couldn't really deal with that, (laughs) that 
discomfort of not getting a response from this young child that she was trying to connect with, that her response was to label him a strange creature. Um, And he was, at that time, I think he was like a year and a half old. So these things can start really, really young. And some of us, we internalize that as something is wrong with me for being this way. And quiet time is one of the things that a lot of introverts, we struggle with. Because on one hand, we we think it's a luxury. We shouldn't need that. We shouldn't want it. We are antisocial and not really nice people when we go off for quiet time or when we want to have more of it. And at the same time, we feel that we need it. And when we do get quiet time, we we feel so much better. So the thing that I've learned is that quiet time is not a luxury for introverts. It's a physiological need. Because of the way that introverts process information, self-reflection is a very, very important part of the way that we process that information. And quiet time facilitates that type of self-reflection. It's part of the way that we solve problems. It's part of our problem-solving process. This is what I mean when I say it's not actually a luxury. It is a physiological need. Self-reflection and quiet time is something that most introverts need to be able to process their thoughts and ideas and to come out with these amazing creative uh, ideas and plans. Um, When you have enough quiet time, it is actually quite easy to to be very productive and to be in this productive flow because you you make space for that self-reflective process. What you actually do when you have quiet time is different for everyone. You know, some people uh, really love meditation, really to get that stillness and to clear their mind and to create mental space that way. Other people actually love to do something physical, to work their bodies, to, um, to go dancing, to, to exercise, uh, to go for a walk in nature. And other people love to kind of immerse themselves in stories, in other worlds, um, by reading books and by writing stories themselves. Um, Journaling is also a way that some people love to to kind of help their self-reflective process. Uh, and, and you need some time, some quiet time to, to do that effectively. So there are many, many different ways to do that. Even having a coffee or a tea without rushing and without anything else can be a way to have a little bit of quiet time. If you feel like you're not getting enough quiet time, what to do? So a lot of people tell me, oh, you know, I wish I got more quiet time. I wish I had more time for quiet time. (laughs) Seems kind of ironic, right? Um, I can never find time in my day. I'm just running the whole time. It's so busy. Um, I really need to like block my calendar for that. I, I, I can't seem to make it work. Um, especially when you have a lot of things going on, um, you're juggling a lot of different things, or if your process is one 
that's very detailed. You know, some people have a very detailed process. And I've noticed, um, at least my theory is, um, for those people, um, they usually need bigger blocks of time to, to really dive into something and to, to, to work through their full process. And it can be challenging if you feel most recharged after three hours of reading a book and doing um, and just puttering around the house and taking it easy. I, it's not always there. You can't always open up three hours in your day or week uh, to do that. Now, I think it is possible to grow towards that place. Um, for example, in my life, in the past, I used to work between eight and 12 hours a day and also commuting. So sometimes it would be from 5 a.m. to 9 or 10 p.m., almost nonstop activity, which, which of course is quite intense. I didn't feel very balanced. I didn't feel very good about working at that intense level for a very long uh, time. Um, but it wasn't like I could just clear my schedule um, and just leave work at 1 p.m. Like, okay, I'm gonna take some quiet time now. Our lifestyle isn't always conducive for that. But there is a way to already start by taking really small snippets uh, of quiet time. So creating these little snippets in your uh, in your week or in your day, whatever you can manage in your life right now, it feels hard for a lot of people. Um, but I think that's mostly because we first need to give ourselves permission to do it. Give yourself permission. And when you realize that quiet time isn't a luxury, that by having regular quiet time, it makes you feel so much more joy and fulfillment in your work, more energy, um, and also makes you more productive and effective in the, the steps that you do take. Even though it, it, it seems like a waste of time, it seems like things initially slow down, because you're helping your natural process, you're able to make those steps more effectively. Think of it like nurturing a plant. A little bit of water, a little bit of sunshine every day, it usually works better for most plants than like two liters of water today and then nothing for three weeks. Quiet time is quite similar in that respect. Um, a lot of us, we need it quite regular and smaller bits on a regular basis are more effective than a bigger chunk very, very rarely. This is the example of waiting for the vacation before you're like, okay, I'm going to rest now. For a lot of us, it's not enough um, because there's too much to release at that moment. Um, and we don't feel fully recharged when we go back to work. So when you realize that, it is not actually a luxury to take quiet time, but it is a physiological need for most introverts. And you give yourself that permission to start bringing that into your life. That is going to be 
so powerful for you. So if you want a little bit of help to learn how to do this, to bring little snippets of quiet time and recharge into your busy day or your busy week right now as your life is, my online course Energy Management for Ambitious Introverts teaches you exactly how to do that. Um, It is not a one-size-fits-all course, no. Um, I don't believe in one-size-fits-all. I think everyone's needs are different. Everyone's lifestyle is different. Um, And you need to find what works best for you, for your goals and for your life. The course guides you through this process of understanding how introverts spend and regain energy, why it's important to recharge yourself and how that allows you to be your to be at your best. And then you learn how to personalize that for yourself. If you're interested in that, you'll find a link in the description to book a free call with me and we can have an honest look if this course is a good fit for you right now. Have a great flow today (laughs) and uh, see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Productive Introvert Community Podcast. If you're an introverted entrepreneur and you're ready to thrive in your own way, then connect with me on thefrankermessage.com slash contact.